Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We have got the World Cup semi-finals kicking off this weekend. It is going to be sensational. We have tomorrow morning, 6.45am, the Kangaroos taking on the Kiwis. Really looking forward to that one. And then Sunday, 1.30am, so you can either get up real early or you can... uh, Kick on Saturday night into early 1.30am Sunday. We've got England taking on Samoa. We all know the story behind that game. Obviously, Samoa getting played off the park in the opening game of this World Cup. They now get a chance at revenge against England, who, of course, are hosting this World Cup tournament and have looked sensational so far throughout this World Cup. So very excited for that one. But tomorrow morning, uh, probably the greatest rivalry in international rugby league, Australia. V New Zealand. Two teams that they haven't really been overly challenged throughout this World Cup. Let's call it what it is. They've both sort of um, cruised their way through to this point in the competition. Last week, a little bit challenging for uh, the Kiwis, to be fair. I shouldn't say they cruised through the whole thing. Fiji really, really gave them a shake last week. Uh, If you were to say to me that Fiji were the better team, uh, it'd be hard to argue with you, to be honest with you. So up until last week, they really cruised through the competition, uh, but that was a big scare for the Kiwis. And as an Aussie, I was pretty confident uh, watching how that one played out. 24-18 to 18 to New Zealand's way. They didn't lead until the very back end of the game, though. Fiji started really well, uh, got unlucky in a couple of occasions, and then a tough penalty against Fiji uh, kind of sealed that game. So New Zealand, a little bit shaky coming into this one. The Kiwi, uh, the Kangaroos, they took on Lebanon last week, winning 48-4. to We spoke about it all week on the podcast and on Bloke in a Bar. Uh, Kangaroos, impressive. Not fantastic, though, let's be honest here. Uh, I expected a little bit more out of them. The cohesiveness is a little bit of a worry. That's probably been the buzzword throughout this World Cup. Uh, they obviously made a change mid-game where they took James Tedesco from the field, and instead of putting Val Holmes, Joel Mitchell, even a Jack White at fullback, they made the decision to move Ken Munster to fullback and bring DCE on at play 5-8, which personally I thought was very interesting, uh, seeing as only seven days later. 
Cleary and Munster are going to take on the Kiwis, which is tomorrow now. So I would have thought you would have given those boys all the time in the world that they possibly could uh, to form their combination. Uh, so an interesting change though. at the end of the day now. We've only really seen Cleary and Munster play two games together at all in their entire careers. So coming into this game, that is a little bit of a worry. But the Kangaroos, they have got strike power all over the park. Uh, and and the same as the Kiwis, I mean, neither has been crazy impressive leading into this. Kangaroos definitely been more impressive. Uh, but both these teams, we know if they switch it on, uh, they will be sensational. So really looking forward to this one. When I have a look through the team list as they stand right now, uh, uh, there probably will be changes uh, tomorrow morning. So if you are going to have a bet, uh, I would keep an eye on team list changing and whatnot. But as they stand right now, the team list that has been named for the Kangaroos at fullback, James Tedesco on the wings, Valentine Hones and Josh Adokar, uh, Latrell Mitchell and Jack White in the centre. So on the left side will be Latrell and Fox. On the right side, Valentine Hones and Jack White at right centre. Cam Munster will play 5'8", Nathan Cleary in the 7. Your starting front row is Jake Travojevich and Big Tino. Starting at hooker, they've named Ben Hunt as it stands right now. I don't mind that. In the back row, Angus Crichton from the Sydney Roosters and Liam Martin uh, from the Penrith Panthers. And in jersey, uh, well, 24, but playing 13 is Isaiah Yo. Now, their bench as it stands right now, I'm expecting changes here, but it says DCE, Cam Murray, Pat Carrigan, Harry Grant, their extended bench, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ruben Cotter. I'm anticipating the DCE will drop out of this side. I'd be very surprised if he is in the team, knowing Mal though could do fucking anything. But as it stands right now, as the team list, we've got there DC and Harry Grant on the bench. I see DCE dropping back to the extended. I think Harry Grant, he will be the 14 in this game. Cam Murray and Pat Garrigan, I believe that they will both come off the bench. I also think Regan Campbell-Gillard will join this side. So I can see RCG coming in for DCE. That's probably how I see it playing out. I also wouldn't be shocked to see Cam Murray start on an edge and Liam Martin come back to the bench as well but we know that Mally did use Cam Murray off the bench last week his impact is sensational so there are a couple of options for Mal Meninga there but I am expecting um, DCA to drop out of this side maybe Harry Grant to start at nine with Ben Hunt coming off the bench he might be playing Ducks and Drakes there a little bit Mal Meninga but I think that there will be changes to this side but I think the starting team they will go just about as they are with the potential of Liam Martin coming out for maybe uh, Cam Murray and Liam Martin will come off the bench. For the Kiwis at fullback, their superstar, Joey Manu on the wings, Mulatalo and Rapana in the centres, Peter Hicko and Charles Nickel Clockstad, Dylan Brown at six, Jerome Hughes at seven. Up front, Jesse Bromwich and James Fisher Harris, the hectic cheese, Brandon Smith playing hooker. The back row, Kenny Bromwich and Nelson Asofa Solomona, Joseph Tapanay in jersey 13. Their bench, Isaiah Papali'i, Kieran Foran, Britt Nakora, Isaac Liu. Then on their extended, you've still got Moses Leota and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak. Now, I think there will be a couple more changes to this Kiwi side. Personally, I don't think Nelson Asafa Solomona should be starting on that edge. Uh, I would be playing him through the middle. I would be starting Isaiah Papaliti on that edge and Kenny Bronich over on the other side. I would be bringing Nass off the bench. You could potentially start him if you wanted to, but I would be more than happy to bring him off the bench for some impact with Isaac Liu and Britton Nakora. 
Uh, Mosley Oates on the extended as well. I probably don't see him coming in. I think they'll run with the other guys. DWZ, potential to come in. He's had a pretty good World Cup, scoring and getting man of the match in one game. He was very impressive. But I look at their back line as it stands right now. Mulatalo, Hiku, Nickel Clockstard, and Jordan Rapana. I think they will probably run as they are there. Big day for Peter Hiku if he is named at centre, if he remains in that spot, which I think he will. Uh, Murata Kore obviously not in uh, their, their 19 that they have named. So you would have to assume, unless they go real rogue and they pray, play Britain a core out there, I think they will be running with Peter Hiku. So he will have the task of handling Latrell Mitchell. Maybe that's what they're thinking with Nelson or Sofa Solomona to send a bit of traffic at Latrell's edge there. But pretty tough for a back rower to get at a centre all that much. And I'm not sure if that's how you stop Latrell realistically. Uh, so it will be interesting to see what Michael Maguire does with his final team list and how he lines up. How do I see this one playing out? Look, I'm prob- I am biased. I'm more than happy to admit that. But I do see the Kangaroos winning this one. The Kiwis, they were not overly impressive last week. We spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar this week that I'm a little bit worried about how much ball Joey Manu takes. He's a run-first sort of guy. And we've always said this about Manu at fullback, that he's incredible, it's crazy. But we're very interested to see how Manu would go over a long period of time when teams have a lot of tape on the way that he plays. Because uh, he is run-first, so if you come up against a good defensive side, which the Kangaroos are, I think they will be able to handle Joey Manu. Now, to Manu's credit, the last few weeks, he's, he's had to just be a run-first sort of guy, and if he wasn't last week, the Kiwis probably would have lost. Uh, without Joey Manu, they don't win that game next week. They would be out of this World Cup, so I'm not knocking Joey Manu, but when you are coming up against a star-studded defense like this Kangaroos side, they've been incredible throughout this World Cup. I think last week, they missed seven tackles. The two weeks before that, I think they missed 10 and 13, so they've missed about 30 tackles in three weeks, which is pretty fucking impressive at a World Cup. Despite their opposition and whatnot, they can only play who they come up against. So this side, I think that they will be well welcoming Joey Manu to play the sort of footy that he has the last few weeks and essentially every time he's played for the Roosters. Uh, the 340, 380 metres he runs per game is incredibly impressive, but I'm not sure if it's what the Kiwis need to beat the Kangaroos. I think it just makes them a little bit one-dimensional, especially when you got Brandon Smith at nine, who's a run-first guy as well. If the Kangaroos can win the ruck, uh, which the Kiwis have been able to do in just about every game and were able to do in the back end of the game against Fiji when they got on top, uh, I think the Kangaroos will be able to handle them so that's my one worry with the Kiwis. I think they need to change their game a little bit. I think Joey Manu, he probably needs to be a bit more of a role player in this team and allow Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown to put him into space and create opportunities for him. It's not like he's playing with numpty halves that he can't rely on. Dylan Brown, probably the form 5'8 in the competition this year. Jerome Hughes, um, obviously Nathan Cleary, Ben Hunt, these guys the form 7s. But Jerome Hughes, he has been top three, I think at worst, for the last two or three years. So very, very handy half. Joey Manu has there. I think he has to let them do their role because the reality is the, the Kiwi forward pack, I think it's potentially better uh, than the Kangaroos. At worst, I think you could say they are even. Jesse Bromwich, Brandon Smith, Fisher-Harris, Bromwich, Asafa Solomona, Joey Tapanay, and then you've still got Britton Nakora and Isaiah Papali'i coming off the bench. It is one hell of a forward pack, and I genuinely believe that they really can match it with this Kangaroos side. Uh, the spine for the Kangaroos is what I love. Isaiah Yo, 
Rodrigo, Nathan Cleary, Ben Hunt slash Harry Grant, Cam Munster, and of course, James Tedesco went off early last week. I'm sure he will be in for a big one. A lot of hype around Joey Manu over the last couple of years playing fullback and 5'8 and whatnot, probably over the last 12 months to be fair. And I'm sure Teddy, he'll be really looking forward to this one to go head-to-head with Joey Manu. It's not very often these two get to go head-to-head, and I'm sure Teddy, he will really enjoy the challenge because I think Joey Manu, he's the shiny toy at the moment that we get out occasionally at fullback. He puts up these incredible stats, unbelievable things. The reality is... James Tedesco, he does that sort of stuff quite regularly, and he sort of fits into a team a little bit better as well. Uh, So I'm sure Teddy, he'll be up for a big one. I think Latrell Mitchell as well, and this has been my point about the Kangaroos throughout this entire World Cup, that I just think their big point of difference is their two centers. No one else has big body centers like Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten. Obviously, Latrell, he is the powerhouse here. He's going up against Peter Hicku. I think he's going to be in for a big, big game here. Latrell Mitchell has spoken during the week about how he wants to be the greatest Indigenous player of all time and uh, it seemed to ruffle a, a lot of feathers of people and I mean if Latrell Mitchell didn't want to be the greatest Indigenous player of all time that would uh, give me a lot more questions to be honest with you. He's capable of doing things like that. He's already a two-time premiership winner. He's ready now to really dominate on the international stage and I think Latrell is going to be in for a big game here. Peter Hicku, we spoke about it last week. It looks like he will line up at centre throughout the season 2022 for the North Queensland Cowboys. Hicku averaged three missed tackles per game. Uh, come up against the best center in the world, Latrell Mitchell, uh, along with, you know, the best spine around him, putting him in good spots with Angus Crichton running his brilliant lines there, James Tedesco around the back. Uh, I do fear for Peter Hicku marking up against Latrell will be a huge, huge test for Hicku. Uh, very experienced player, though, 29 years of age. He's played a number of positions. He's played in a number of big games. Uh, so Michael Maguire, he'll be confident handing him that job there. So keen to see how he goes. I think Chance versus Jack Whiten is another one as well, how Chance goes defensively against Jack Whiten. Realistically, over the last years, he hasn't played too much footy at centre. So coming up against Jack, one of the most robust uh, outside backs in our game will be very, very tough. You know that Jack is going to be a run-first sort of guy. You know that Cleary is going to put him in perfect spots. And you know that if you don't do a complete job on him and he offloads to Val Holmes, you've also got one of the most elusive players in rugby league out there. So a huge, huge test for the Kiwi outside backs. I do love their wingers, though. Mulatalo and Jordan Rapana, and they bring a little bit of X-factor, both of them. They're both a little bit unorthodox in how they go about their footy, Rapana in particular. But Mulatalo in the air, um, just standing out there on the wing, he can just do things that a lot of other guys can't. Big rangy body as well, good coming out of his own end. And we know Jordan Rapana, he can win you a game of football out of absolutely anywhere. Very unorthodox, which makes him very... Very hard to defend at times. So I'm sure that if the Kiwis do get a win, I think Jordan Rapana is going to have to play a big role. As we said, the halves, Nathan Cleary, he is the best halfback in the world, in my opinion. If on any given day there's going to be another halfback in this competition that is going to rattle him and outplay him, I think it is Jerome Hughes. He is definitely capable of that, especially behind the forward pack that he's playing with. Cam Munster and Dill Brown, I think it's fair to say they were the two best 5'8s in the NRL this season. Great to see them go head-to-head on the big stage. Dill Brown. He's really taking his game to a new level this season, which is great to see. Forward pack, absolutely love it. As as I said, I love the Kiwis pack. I think they're going to give it a real shake. I think if they are to do well in this game, I think Joey Tapanay, he needs to be the best forward on the field. I think he really needs to take it to Tino, Isaiah Yo, Pat Carrigan, and they need to handle Cam Murray. If he comes on the field, regardless of Cam Murray or Liam Martin, more so Cam Murray, I think he's the guy that they have to stop. If you let Cam Murray come on the field and just get his quick play the balls and and 
jam in between your A and, and your second marker, it, the game's going to be over. If you let him get his quick play of the balls and you let Harry Grant and Ben Hunt get on the front foot, you'll find yourself in Curry very, very quickly. The other thing about this kangaroo side that I love, you've got Nathan Cleary and you've got Ben Hunt. You got the best kicking game in rugby league in Nathan Cleary, and in my opinion, you got the best long kicking game out of dummy half in rugby league as well in Ben Hunt. So Joey Manu and the wingers, that pendulum there, they need to be talking at all times. Their communication needs to be perfect because if this Kangaroos team hits a 40-20, which I think there's a really good chance between those two, they could, uh, especially with the way that Joey Manu d- defends. He does get caught out quite often, just slightly out of position, and the reality is with a Ben Hunt and with a Nathan Cleary, if you're three metres out of position, those guys will catch you out with their kicking game. They are incredible. So a big test for Manu. We love the attacking upside. It's fantastic. But Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Defensively is where it'll be a big test, your positioning. This is what made Billy Slater such a great fullback. He was never caught out of position. Obviously, with Ben Hunt, you got his partner in crime, Harry Grant, as well. So dangerous, close to the line. We've seen what he's capable of doing throughout this World Cup. It's probably the most dangerous combo in rugby league, the Harry Grant-Ben Hunt combo, bringing them on and off. We saw it in origin this year, very, very dangerous. Regardless of who they start with, Grant or Hunt, or who comes off the bench, I don't think it really matters. They're just as dangerous as each other, and you need to stop them. I think Regan Campbell-Gillard is going to be really important. I'm expecting him to come into this side, and I think he's a little bit of a different body shape. When you have a look at the rest of the front rowers, Paddy Carrigan, uh, Jake Chavorovic, Tino, I love that he's a little bit slender, a little bit taller. He's got an offload in him. Regan Campbell-Gillard, he needs to really come off the back fence of the Kangaroos here because they're going to need him against this Kiwi side, a big, big pack. All right, let's get into my same-game multi. As I said, I have got the Kangaroos winning this one. I think they get the job done. Kiwis at $4 is ridiculous, though. I think there is huge, huge value there. I cannot believe they're all the way out to $4. They started the week at $4.50, which was an absolute fucking joke. Just ridiculous. I refuse to rule the Kiwis out here. I do give them a really good shot, but I just think there'll be too much strike in the Australian side. I can see them winning by about 14 to 20 points, but I'm seeing a really close game for the first 60, 65 minutes. I think the, the Kangaroos, I think they'll just come home uh, in the back end. And for me, I've got a couple of try scorers. I have got... Uh, first of all, I've got Australia. I've got them to cover the line. It's 12.5. I think that'll be very, very close to the line. Uh, I don't think it'll be much either way. I think they win by, as I said, about 14 to 20. So I'm going to take the line at $1.90 minus 12.5 for the Kangaroos. Anytime try scorers, I'm going to take Latrell Mitchell. We've been talking about this matchup all week. I think he will get the better of Peter Hicko. I think that they will work their sets very close to the line just to get Latrell one-on-one. And if they do, the show is just about over there. So I'm going to take Latrell Mitchell as an anytime try scorer. 
a $2.45. That is fantastic value. And then I'm also going to take Val Holmes. Now, all the chat has been about Josh Adokar. This entire World Cup, he's been sensational. I do think Val Holmes over on that right side on Cleary's edge. I think Cleary's in for a big game. And I can see um, Valentine Holmes cr- cr- crossing the stripe there. He's obviously a guy that has got big game experience for the Kangaroos. He's one of the greatest try scorers in Kangaroos history. He's come up with an absolute stack in a short amount of tests that he's played. His strike rate is incredible. So I'm going to take Australia minus 12.5. Anytime try scorers, Latrell Mitchell and Valentine Holmes. You can get $5.25 there. Give me Teddy at the back of Nathan Cleary to put Val Holmes over in the corner. And then Latrell Mitchell, I think he can just out-muscle Peter Hicku close to the line. $5.25, Australia minus 12.5. Latrell Mitchell and Valentine Holmes, any try scorers. But I'll tell you what, I'm probably a little bit biased. I'm a Kangaroos fan, no denying that. $4 for the Kiwis is absolutely ridiculous. This team is a lot better than what they showed last week, and I think that they will be up for this one. 6.45 a.m. Saturday, the 12th of November, tomorrow morning. Really looking forward to this one. Hopefully for me and all the other Aussies out there, the Kangaroos can get the job done here. But this is... I think at the moment, the second best team in this World Cup after the Kangaroos, uh, but maybe I'm still underestimating this English side. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.